This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the October 29th, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. I was not going to do a podcast this morning, but had an issue rumbling around in my head. I'll save the quick hitters and moving on sections for Monday, where I'm sure I will say something on Nancy Pelosi's husband getting attacked, and I will push back against the expected argument that all violence is the fault of Republicans and not peace-loving liberals. Today, I can't help but focus on the midterm elections. Like, Like most elections, we are told this one is the most important in our lifetime. Probably not. I've even heard some Democrats say it, maybe it would be good if they lost. I think that is because they see a loss coming and want to put frosting on dirt. But they may be right. If Republicans control Congress, the bad news is the administration would be subject to investigations. Good news for Democrats would be that they could blame the Republican-controlled chambers for any lack of action or possible mistakes. Still, I'll take the win if it happens. I do wonder if there is ever an election where the consequences is, y'all can sit this one out. Nothing of importance. We seem to always be told that this election is the most important and our democracy hinges on my vote. I do think democracy hinges on the exercise of citizens regularly voting. So do vote, whatever your party affiliations. Anyway, this morning as I was getting the fire going and drinking my coffee, I had a thought on what was different about this election. I think something is happening that is rather unique in my lifetime. To explain my thought, let's start with Robert E. Lee, a Southern military gentleman who was a great general in the Civil War. He was so esteemed that he was offered the position of Major General in the Union Army with the role of defending the Capitol. With regret, he declined the promotion, resigned his commission, and joined the Confederates. He felt his loyalty to his state superseded his loyalty to the Union. As a Southern general, he was unparalleled, partly because of his great corps commanders early in his tenure. The one I recall is Stonewall Jackson. Lee could decide the overall strategy and let the corps commanders work out the details. That did not work as well at Gettysburg when he had new commanders, partly because Stonewall Jackson died. Gettysburg had another difference for Lee. When you read stories of Lee's battles, it seems like Lee was always deciding where the battle would take place. Or to be more precise, he was selecting his ground and letting the Union Army come to him. The Union Army could choose not to fight, but it was the job of the Union Army to defeat the South. The South was a bit like Washington in the American Revolution. Hang on until the North tires. Except at Gettysburg. Lee led his army north into Pennsylvania. The reasons were several fold, but I think taking the initiative and bringing pain to the north were among the reasons. But what ended up happening was an epic battle at a place not of Lee's choosing. He specifically told his forward folks to avoid a conflict at that time and place. His forces were too spread out in a march formation. Sometimes things don't work out as planned. And at Gettysburg, the North held the high ground. Having my roots from Maine, I will mention that the 20th Maine heroically defended Little Round Top during the Battle of Gettysburg. Standing on the Union lines, you pity the Southern soldiers who had to charge uphill across the broken ground to just get to the Northern soldiers. And the Southern soldiers did well. They fought bravely. 
and failed. Without all the daring do, I thought of Lee and Gettysburg in relation to our current political climate. I think the Democrats do a great job of picking the location of the battle, the issues that will be discussed in the town square as we lead up to an election, partly because the media is biased. And then Republicans respond on the battlefield of the Democrats' choosing. Often Republicans say that it is a bullshit issue, but that is often a losing cause when one side is talking facts and the other side is talking feelings. Feelings beat facts until the issue is overwhelmed with facts and then Democrats move on to a new issue to battle. Much like Lee, he would defend a position and as the more numerous North brought more forces to bear, he might make a tactical retreat. Year after year, Democrats do this, and I would say they do it pretty well. This year, I think they sucked at it. Because of hubris? Stupidity? Nah, I think they let the kids run the party. Now, some of the ones I'm thinking of are old kids, but still kids. Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, the inmates are running the asylum. To make my points, let's list some of the battle issues that Democrats have chosen to defend this year. Inflation. There isn't any inflation, they say. If there is inflation, it's not our fault. Abortion until a baby can read and write. Okay, exaggerated. Until the baby is born. Full term. We should teach elementary kids that as they get older, if they are confused, they might want to switch parts with their neighbor who is a different gender. But oops, there are no genders. Defund the police. You are racist if you talk about crime rising from defunding the police. You are racist if you are white and say anything. Blacks and Hispanics should vote the way we tell them to vote. Half the country is extremist and needs to shut up. Vote for us or democracy is gone. Clearly I got carried away, but not too far. These are pretty close to actual democratic issues and positions. If Robert E. Lee were advising Democrats, would he say, you guys nailed it? Those are the positions you should be defending. I think not. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.